T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with two to three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We made USAA insurance to help you save. Take advantage of savings when you cover your home and your ride. Discover how we're helping members save at usaa.com slash bundle. Restrictions apply. On the latest episode of the Drum Shuffle podcast, Jamie Eads talks with Canadian drummer Cindy Goldberg. Listen wherever you listen to podcasts, thedrumshuffle.com, jamieeads.com, J-A-M-I-E-E-A-D-S.com. Are you overpaying for brand new tires? Stop it. Teens Tires is the answer. Visit them online at facebook.com slash teens tires or teenstires.com. That's T-I-N-E-S tires.com. Or feel free to call them at 304-729-6114. want me to get out you get out do you smell almonds nice mustache you don't know what my breath smells like chest pass through him i'm very excited about that i'm also very nervous unreasonable doubt a podcast about west virginia university basketball starts now hello from the Dyer Prime Pantry in Nitro, West Virginia. This is Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball. I'm Josh Witt. Offseason episode 12. Back to basketball this week. Follow me on Instagram at Unreasonable Doubt WB. Twitter, tweeting at I'm Josh Witt. Facebook, you know? Remember that video of somebody doing something on vacation? That's, this is the best time of the year for Facebook if you like those kind of videos. You won't find that on the Unreasonable Doubt podcast page on Facebook, but find it, hit the blue thumb, follow the podcast there. UnreasonableDoubtWV at gmail.com. The trash feature is working perfectly. If you're sending me emails, I'm not getting them. They're going right into the trash bin. But try to break Google. Send me an email. It might filter through to the inbox. This week, going to talk about something very exciting. Rule changes. <laughs> I'll try to make it exciting. So they came out with some new rules. I'm not going to go over all of them. One rule that is still in existence is the foul where uh, the referee invisibly hugs a telephone pole. Well, he doesn't, he doesn't, he's not invisible or she, but they do that motion we're all familiar with, which means something. I think they're hugging a telephone pole. Apparently there's a magical invisible cylinder that goes around you up to forever. And it goes up to infinity. You can't, there's no cap on how high that cylinder goes. And all of that from, from the ground to infinity is the offensive player space. 
And if you get into that cylinder, if you crack the cylinder, then most likely nothing's going to happen sometimes. But sometimes the referee the referee will blow a whistle and then you you get the invisible telephone pole hug and that means that that you've been assessed a foul. Was crossing my fingers on rule changes that that would be taken out of the game and in fact is still in the game. So, unintentional comedy because they're going to still call that foul. Huggins is going to talk about that this year, mark my words, and how much he despises it. That rule is bad for WVU cuz and I haven't researched this fully, but I would say that 90% of the invisible telephone pole fouls were assessed to West Virginia last year in the in the entire NCAA, okay? And that's not good for WVU. Because he fouled a lot anyways. So anyway, so that's bad news there. The other, I guess, bad news, they're moving the three-point line back. A couple of feet to the international line, I guess. Now, the effort is to lower the amount of three-pointer shot. However, I don't think that's going to change because... Wherever you the put wherever you put the line, the three-point line, if you shoot from behind the three-point line and you make it, it's worth three points. And so there's an allure there to shoot the three. Okay? And put the line wherever. I mean, if you put it at half court, anything half court and back as three points, I think you're gonna lower the amount of three pointers. And imagine what the game would look like if people were still committed to shooting threes and it only was worth three points if it was from behind half court. I mean, there's people getting hit in the head with the ball from violent rebounds, (laughs) ricocheting off the backboard. That's a whole different game. But I don't think that's going to curb three-point shooting. Now, how this affects WBU, it's not good. Spoiler alert, shooting a three-pointer from farther back is not good. WVU, historically, and Huggins, I, I shouldn't say WVU historically, because the B-line team shot the three well. Uh, Huggins, WVU teams, and we I've talked about it on this podcast, not great at shooting three-pointers. Last year, not a great three-point shooting team. Uh, and the guy who was kind of decent at it has transferred west. Okay. Uh, Lamont West went west. <laughs> That's funny. So, anyway, uh, not good for this team, even though Chase Harler back for his senior year. Jordan McCabe showed signs of shooting the three well. Napper showed signs sometimes. So, maybe. But historically, not good. And Huggins, (laughs) you know, Huggins, Huggins wants post-ups. Huggins wants somebody to get it like 10 feet from the basket and dribble with their back to the basket and then do some head fakes and stuff and have, 
have, you know, something happening within 10 feet of the rim besides a layup or a dunk. And so he, I, I don't know, less threes means that that may happen more, but the way the game is played now, and analytics have a big part in this, is uh, three-pointers are worth more than two, and the most efficient shot is a foul shot, and second, <laughs> second most efficient is a layup or a dunk. And so, uh, and then the three-pointer, because again, you know how the math works. So post-ups are kind of going away and things that, you know, a guy like some of the guys that Huggins had at Cincinnati and <laughs> even a guy like Derek Culver and Oscar Schwebe, who's coming in. These guys are post guys and who don't have a lot of post moves. Big guys are screeners and dunkers. And Huggins would like them to be able to do more. And three-pointers kind of work against that, okay? So it's bad for Huggins. It's bad for WVU. Let's be real. If you want to fix the three-point, like, hey, how do we get teams to shoot less three-pointers? Number one, take the three-point line away. And they'll never do that. People love three-pointers. For the most part, people love three-pointers. So the three-point line is not going away. But what if? You know, uh, this is a radical idea. We're looking for a radical solution. Let's take away a point every time somebody misses a (laughs) three-pointer. Now, this kind of goes against really all American sports, the, the top American sports. There's there's no negatives. We're not taking points away. You know, if you do something bad in hockey, we'll take a player off the uh, off the ice. But we won't take points away. What if we take a point away? If you make it, you get your three points. But if you miss it, subtract a point. Now, you know, that's uh it's not <laughs> it's not a great idea, I'll admit, but it will curb the amount of three-pointer shot. And if that's what you're going for, my idea works. And you know what? If you shoot it from behind half court, we won't subtract the point if you miss it. That's really difficult. You get the three if you make it, we won't subtract one if you don't. But within half court and behind the three-point line, so could there be a score? early in the game of six to negative two? And would they have to add that function to all uh, <laughs> all scoreboards? Yeah, I guess. But it's 2019. We can make that work, okay? Negative scoring on missed three-pointers. Okay? So if you make one and you miss one, Let me do the math here. That's two points. And so the math gets closer to it being like shooting a two-pointer, and then maybe it opens up the rest of the court within the three-point line to shoot (laughs) mid-range two-pointers? I don't know. I'm spitballing here. But hey, NCAA, if there's a three-point line, teams are going to shoot them. 
And I don't think it's going to change that much. We'll see. I could be proved wrong, but let's see what happens. Okay? I feel pretty good about this one. Random thoughts coming up. Woody's Goodies is a proud sponsor of Unreasonable Doubt. Two locations, Marmette, St. Albans, West Virginia, home of the discount deal. I talk about the St. Albans location all the time because it's closer to my home. But I'm going to look at the Marmette Facebook post for Woody's Goodies. Go to Facebook, hit the search bar, type in Woody's Goodies, like their page. They'll let you know what's going to be in the store the next day. If you go to the Marmette store, June 14th, You'll find great deals on Huggies diapers, air fryer, lots of stuff for your pets, leashes, uh, cat arch with catnip, a bed for your pet, cat toys, hamster, egg style hamster cage, scratching post, lots of stuff for the kitties. They also have stuff to clean. They got a shark uh, steam mop. They got game pods. Lots of stuff to choose from. Check out Woody's Goodies, St. Albans, Marmette. Random thoughts for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. Some roster news. West Virginia picked up a late addition to the 2019-2020 team. And you've never heard of them. And you probably haven't heard of most of the recruits. Because only the true basketball nerd and college basketball nerd, a guy like, no offense, Chris Anderson, but Chris Anderson knows recruiting. And the guys at W Nation, they know recruiting. I do not. So it's just names and sometimes there's YouTube highlight packages. And that's how you learn about guys coming in. But even... (laughs) Even the basketball nerd guys know very little about the new WVU edition. His name is Ethan Richardson. He's a big guy, six foot ten. He's from California. He's from a junior college in California. And so that's good because Kanate, and listen, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna <laughs> all I'm gonna say about Kanate is. I still think there's a chance he's coming back. Now, I'm a loon for thinking that and saying that out loud, but I'm only going to believe he doesn't come back if, A, the draft, the NBA draft, which is within two weeks, his name is called, and that that will let me know that Kanate is not coming back to WVU, or his name doesn't get called on draft night, And you still have a a couple of days now, I think, after the new rules for NCAA, where you can still come back. So after that deadline, for sure, I'm going to know that Kanate is coming back or not coming back. Who's to say? But Huggins, (laughs) not wanting to wait around and having some roster spots and some uh, scholarships available, gave one to Ethan Richardson. So we added a big guy. Now, here's the thing about Ethan. Not recruited coming out of high school. So he was a big, tall guy in high school in California. Uh, not, not recruited. 
at the Division One level. He did. He's done two years of junior college, and the first year he went to junior college, and then he went a second year, and this year. Uh, two schools were vying for Ethan Richardson's services and opportunity to go to their school, WVU and Wyoming. The Cowboys of Wyoming and WVU won that battle <laughs> against Wyoming. But here's so not recruited coming out of high school, no YouTube highlights. There's this there's this video of him playing in his senior year of high school two years ago, and it's not on YouTube. It's some other service I've never heard of. So that's that's the amount of film we have on Ethan. I'm taking that as the best under the radar recruit available. Under the radar. Let's all agree, Ethan Richardson has been hanging out under the radar. But we definitely need, we've got so many guards. <laughs> so it's nice to have some big guys. Ethan fills that role. We welcome Ethan Richardson to the team. He's going to take the Andrew Gordon spot, in my opinion. And then, of course, the other three big guys, Logan Rout Sr., Oscar Schwebe, freshman, McDonald's All-American, and then second year, uh, Derek Culver. So, four big men. Four is better than three. But no, <laughs> it's very weird to not have YouTube clips. Andrew Gordon had YouTube clips, and I love those YouTube clips. And now he doesn't play for WVU anymore. Speaking of guys who don't play for WVU anymore, Wes Harris going to Tennessee State. So that's official. What do you know about Tennessee State? I didn't know hardly anything about Tennessee State. Basketball alumni, two very famous guys. One less so, Robert Covington, who's currently in the NBA, played most of his time for the Sixers, now plays for the Timberwolves. The, the main guy and probably the most famous Tennessee State alumni, and with little research, Anthony Mason went to Tennessee State. Do you remember Anthony Mason? And he's not with us anymore. But Anthony Mason played for the 90s New York Knicks. And that guy, here's the things that stood out about Anthony Mason. Number one, super big dude. Somebody you would not want to mess with. Him and Charles Oakley were on the same team. <laughs> so, yeah, don't mess with those guys, obviously. Anthony Mason was bad at free throws. And so he had different styles that he used, including for one period of his life, he was shooting them one-handed. Not a very good free throw shooter. He was willing to try different things. Very apparent in his free throw, <laughs> in his free throw attempts and his strategy there. Also his hairstyle. Lots of different things cut into Anthony Mason's hair. And it was fun. Seemed like he was a very fun person. Uh, the Knicks, you know, you either loved the Knicks or you hated the Knicks. 
a lot of people love Michael Jordan back in the nineties. So thus they hated the Knicks, uh, Anthony Mason fun. And so I wish Wes Harris the best in his future endeavors. Uh, it's going to be tough to top Anthony Mason or Robert Covington, but who knows? We wish him well. Final thoughts coming up. Dyer Prime is the lead sponsor for Unreasonable Doubt. Dyer Prime Creative Group. You know, dude, they're so creative. Like, you know how your brain works where there's things in your head that you see? Dyer Prime, like if you describe it to Dyer Prime and tell them what you have in your head, they are creative and they can take what you're telling them that's in your head, put it on paper or on the computer and make a design out of what's in your head. They can do that. And even from there, they can take what was in your head and put it on a t-shirt. They can put it on a magnet. They can put it on a ruler. They can put it on a bottle of glue. They can do that. So call or text them to find out how they can help you. 304-767-4445. Find them on the web, dyerprime.com, D-Y-E-R-P-R-I-M-E.com. Or find them on Facebook or Instagram at Dyer Prime. Final thoughts for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. It's official. Best Virginia, the team I was telling you about a couple of weeks ago, of WVU alumni entering the tournament to win $2 million, winner takes all. They're officially in. So congratulations to John Flowers and the guys. We'll be following that later in July and August. They got to win all the games, and then they can win $2 million as a team. So good luck. They're in. Second round, they've got to play a team if they win their first game against a James Madison alumni. I'm sorry, not James Madison. Old Dominion. It's one of those Virginia schools. (laughs) Get past them, then they got... Conceivably, they're going to play the team that's won the tournament every year has been played except for one. (laughs) So kind of a challenging draw, but hey, you got to play the chance at some point. Why not play them early? Best of luck to best Virginia. Happy birthday to John Flowers. Today's his birthday. So happy birthday, John Flowers. And good luck in the tournament. Also... The NBA Finals still happening. A lot of guys limping around. I mean, so many injuries. So much basketball. I don't want it to end. Game 6 is happening tonight. The Warriors need to win to extend the series. I want them to win. I want more basketball. And I want it now? I don't know. Also, during the commercials for the NBA Finals, there's a Toy Story 4 coming out. Toy Story Toy Story 4? More like Toy Story Snore. Am I right? 
You know what I hear all the time? Hey, you know what the best... (laughs) You know what the best movie of the franchise was, of a movie franchise? The fourth movie. The fourth one. (laughs) Have you ever heard... You've never heard that. What was the fourth Fast and the Furious? I mean, very few movies have went four deep. There's like Star Trek movies. What was Star Trek for? Something about that guy, the Conrath, Star Trek 4, Star Wars 4 was actually Star Wars 1, I don't know man, I saw that in the movie theater, it wasn't very good, the Jar Jar Binks one, that's the fourth Star Wars, the fourth, okay, alright, alright, so as I'm talking this out, Rocky 4. <laughs> Rocky 4. Uh, and I haven't seen all the Rockies, but Rocky 4 is pretty good. So there's always an outlier. Get in touch with me. What's the best fourth movie? Too Fast, Too Furious? Not. <laughs> I don't, what are we talking about? Uh, 4. Police Academy 4? That's a classic. I don't... uh, Look Who's Talking 4? I don't know. I'd watch The Matrix 4. Anyways, that's... Oh, for sure. (laughs) Teen Wolf 4? I'm in. Alright, we're running out of steam. That's it for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. Listen on Apple Podcasts. Listen on Spotify. Listen on CastBox. Wherever you listen to podcasts, keep listening. Subscribe to this podcast. Rate it five stars. Leave a review. Those are all nice things to do. Until next time, I'm Josh Witt. Hey, listen. Before I get off of here, I think I had a podcast dream. A a dream about this podcast. And it involved, and this was last night, and this was me in the car that I usually drive. I was driving, and uh, I was making a turn like I was going onto a bridge, and I went right of the bridge, and the like uh, the barrier kind of opened up like a gate, and I drove my car into the body of water, and I got out of the car successfully before I drowned and then I remember being in my home somehow I got into my home and I'm looking out the window and my home is not really near a body of water but in this scenario in my dream I could see a body of water and the car I could see it getting pulled out of the body of water I'm assuming it's a river and like oh well and 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 not really caring so if if the podcast was involved in the dream, uh, I think the car is the podcast. <laughs> and so I, what my dream was telling me is that the podcast uh, is going into the river, but it's going to be revived. Okay, so whatever that's worth, I'm not a. That's how. That's my an- analysis of the dream.
Until next time, I'm Josh Witt. This has been Unreasonable Doubt. WVU for the 2019-2020 season is 0-0. Zero and zero. Hey, hon, we really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? Best new year ever. Get four iPhone 15s on us with eligible trade-in when you switch to T-Mobile. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Today, I want to talk about the hellscape that is technical diagramming, right? Everybody's nodding their heads right now. Uh-huh. And there is a potential solution that I want to share. There was one name that several people brought up. I did some digging, and it's kind of nuts how much this program Miro has for developers. I have to share this. It could potentially be a game changer for you. So my favorite part about Miro is that half the work is already done. Like right now, typically we spend hours starting diagrams from scratch, right? Gathering information, you get buy-in from every team. Uh, You know, following up, that's a lot of work to do. But Miro has a full set of integrations with the tools you're probably already using. And they also offer open APIs and SDKs for custom solutions for all those niche diagramming use cases we have to do, right? So the end result is the same, but it doesn't take forever. It's a massive, massive time saver. I'm transforming basic flowcharts and network architectures, and it all lives in one place. So are you using Miro? Have you used it? I want to hear. 